0: Welcome to Beyond the Walls with Jeremy Thomas. Today we have a small taste, an appetizer, a short snippet of one of Jeremy's recent teachings covering the key point or key doctrine from that sermon. It's a short, easy to digest, and encouraging sample from a bigger lesson.
1: We hope you enjoy it. Well, if he doesn't do these things for Israel that he promised by oath How can you trust any promises He has made to you? You just can't. He's not a God of integrity if He doesn't do this. And you can't rely on Him unless He does this. So it is very applicable. God is faithful. He will do it. Jeremiah 33. We're just going to kind of keep going to the right. Jeremiah 33, verse 25. Notice how sure... This covenant is. In Jeremiah 33 verse 25. Thus says the Lord. If my covenant for day and night stand not. In other words you know you basically get day and night. Day and night. Day and night. I mean does anybody not experienced that at some point in their lifetime? Did that somehow pattern break for you? I don't think so. We've all experienced this day and night, day and night, right? He says, if my covenant for day and night stand not, and the fixed patterns of the heaven and the earth have not established, then I would reject the descendants of Jacob and David, my servant, not taking from his descendants rulers over the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But I will restore their fortunes, and I will have mercy on them. See, these covenants that he made with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob are just as sure as day and night, day and night, day and night. Will he do it? Absolutely. And notice the mention in verse 26 of David my servant. Because that's the Davidic covenant. That's the one in the middle here under the Abrahamic covenant that's directing, uh, discussing the seed aspect, right? Discussing the seed. How about, uh, let's go to the New Testament. Matthew eight, eleven. There's a lot more verses. I mean, we'd be here all week just doing the Abrahamic covenant. Um, but that's how important it is in the Bible. So Matthew 8, 11 shows us an interesting truth. This is the story of one of the one of the stories of a, a Gentile centurion, you know, who had authority over other soldiers, and he said, all you have to do in the military is he say, do this. And uh, it gets done, right? Because that's authority and that's the way it should work. Well, this this centurion recognized that Jesus had the authority. He didn't have to go over there and you know do this special healing. He could just say the word and it'd be done from wherever he is, right? So in that context he's turning to the Jews and giving a lesson. Verse uh, ten, when Jesus heard this, he marveled, and he said to those who were following, Truly I say to you, I've not found such great faith with anyone in Israel. Right, so those are the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, right? The people you'd expect to find great faith from, right? And he says to them in verse 11, I say to you that many will come from east and west and recline at the table of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. See, that's the covenant. And the covenant is going toward a time and place called the kingdom, right? But verse 12 says, But the sons of the kingdom will be cast into the outer darkness. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Question, who are the sons of the kingdom? Who do the covenants belong to? What people group? Israel. They're the natural sons of the kingdom. But because they're not having faith, they're not even going to be in the kingdom. What did I say earlier? It's not sufficient to just be a Jew, you know, and to be physically circumcised or something like that. That's not sufficient. You have to also have faith, like Abraham. And that's what will enable a person to be in the kingdom along with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Okay? So the only Jews who are going to be in the kingdom and enjoy the fulfillment of these, this covenant here, the Abrahamic covenant, all these covenants, is a Jew who believes like Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, one that the Bible calls a, a member of the remnant. Okay? But then you might also notice at the beginning of verse 11, it says many will come from east and west. Okay, these are people from outside Israel. These are Gentiles, like the centurion in the story and so what this is laying out for us is that while these covenants are for abraham they're the natural sons okay unless they believe they're not going to be there and guess what if a gentile believes he'll get to enjoy the spiritual blessings of these covenants in the kingdom to come as well okay
0: thank you for joining us today on beyond the walls with jeremy thomas if you found the lesson insightful please consider subscribing below so that you don't miss any additional teachings from Jeremy. And if you're looking for additional resources or additional formats, links are in the description below. But above all, we want you to be encouraged and exhorted by the very Word of God. We hope that Jeremy is opening it up to you in a way that makes it even more understandable than what you've known in the past. So until next time, Take care.